Listen up, Sydney. Mick Malloy is back on Triple M, so buckle up. This is going to be one hell of a ride. Mick and MG in the morning. Oh, it is a hell of a ride and we are still missing one crucial member, but (laughs) we have heard word that Mick Malloy will be back. He's wandering in and he will be back at about 7 o'clock this morning. Yeah, if you're in uh, if you're in the World Square vicinity and you see a man limping uh, towards the uh, the studio uh, um, with a with a bit of soreness around the cags, that's Mick Malloy. So just give him a wide berth, please. Yes, if um if you're not aware and you've just joined us and you missed last week on Thursday, he announced to us at about seven o'clock he was off to head basically to put on a gown and head into the <laughs> hospital to get it get the snip. And he wasn't going to be back for the rest of the show. He thought mistakenly that he was going to be back Friday. He was like, I'll be right. You do it. Actually, you do the impersonation, MG. Hello. <laughs> I, I'm not good. I'm staying in bed. <laughs> I did find it very funny. Didn't we have a lovely listener say, come on, Mick, it's just you should be back at work on Friday morning. My theory is, of course, there was lots of sport over the weekend, so he was just gearing himself up. Of course, the terrible test in India with the Aussies oh, having an absolute oh, shocker. Wow. So he was enjoying it on the couch. That's my theory. I think you mm. might be right. I think you're right too. And I think the weather, speaking of the weather, um, <gasps> Saturday, my goodness, in the western suburbs, um, I went out to watch – Penrith play St. Helens, and <clears throat> the, day, the day looked like it was going to be 40 degrees, and it kind of it hit about 37. Then all of a sudden, clouds started to, to gather at about 3, 3.30, and then it just came down. It came down like never before. Um, and then the, the sun was kind of like trying to shine back through. I remember, I've never seen the sky in such a beautiful golden color. It was, it was an amazing act of Mother Nature. The storms were insane yeah. across Sydney over the, especially Saturday afternoon. You're right, MG. It literally was horrific weather, and then the sun came out, and then another storm hit. Cat, it was amazing. Yeah, it was actually amazing to watch and not have anything destroyed. You know, yeah. I guess mm. on our, our yeah. people I think have. that catamaran flipped, didn't it? Did. It did. I saw that. Yeah. Mark Beretta from Channel Seven. I saw his Instagram feed, and he yeah. was at the sailing event and filmed it. Mm. And it was like a twister had ripped through that sailing event. Yeah, it was amazing. MG, speaking of your Panthers, oh, you were no, quite not. up and about about them beating um, the yeah. Lions. And how are you feeling after that match? What do you think will be the result of that? Okay, so I, I like most, would have thought that Penrith would have won quite convincingly. Um, mm. I must admit, when the weather did change and the, and the, the, the sky opened with plenty of precipitation, that it would favour St Helens, but not to a fa- to a point that they'd win. I, I was I was blown away by their commitment, by their mm. how tough they were. Um, well done to them. I'm not taking anything away from them. Penrith did have Dylan Edwards and and Liam Martin, plus the loss of Coruscant and Kikau will probably be felt for a month or two. But yeah, look, you don't win comps in February, but you certainly lay, lay concrete for it. And um, I think the They've won four in a row now, St. Helens over there in the Super League. And some great, we'll get to the, some sport later on in the show, but wow, the preseason challenge was fantastic and the Manly Seagulls have won it. So congratulations to them. Yes, awesome. Another big win yesterday. Sydney Kings are in the grand final. So went to that Boom. game yesterday against Cairns and it was unreal. Was so. it? Yeah, March 3, bring it on for the grand final series. <laughs> hey, MG, question without notice. You know I love giving those. Who's who's your standout after the games on the weekend? Who's your standout team to watch? Because, of course, the Penrith Panthers were the standout the last couple of years. 
But who's your standout I, I, after I, the I, games? I like South. I like South oh. against Dragons, but the Dragons didn't offer much. I like Manly. I, like, I think they were great. Um, I think that the Parramatta Eels looked really good with Jermaine Hopgood at, at lock forward. Um, and the Sharkies. The Sharkies look really fit. And the Tigers yesterday against the Raiders, wow, 36 points to four. So a lot of these clubs who have had uh, you know, shocking seasons over the last four or five years, I think finally there's some hope. Sport Report. Oh, MG, let's start with the disastrous oh. appearance over in India with the cricket. Uh, let's first of all hear what ex-captain Alan Border had to say on it. I'm not sure what was talked about overnight and, and the shot selections today just defy belief, you know, playing so many cross-bat shots to the ball that's just squatting and not, you know, bouncing, you know, only, only six inches at times. Um, yeah. So who, who talked about that? I don't know. Or, or even after the first couple of wickets were lost, you know, that someone in, inside the dressing room didn't say, hey, we've got to show the cross-bat shots. Yeah, um, and look, at the the, the, the series was is called the Border Gavaska Trophy, so you can hear the pain in AB's voice there because this series is named after him, but... Um, Australia have lost it in two tests, and unbelievably, uh, it was an unbelievable capitulation yesterday in Delhi uh, that saw nine wickets fall in just over 90 minutes. Uh, they lost mm. nine, nine wickets, Australia, for 48 runs, and it wasn't so much the wickets falling, it's the it's the selection of their shots that was kind of a head-scratcher. They kept, um, for those who don't know much about the subcontinent and uh, cricketing over there, you kind of have to play a straight bat um, because... Uh, there's a lot of LBWs. Well, Australia got out seven or eight times yesterday in a, in a 90-minute period, either sweeping or reverse sweeping. And um, some of the shot selections, obviously, they, they honestly looked like, looked like they were in a hurry to get somewhere, the Australian mm. um, batsmen, because uh, it was it was the, it was a shocking display. And I'm not a cricket expert, but I'm watching just going, my goodness. There was four, They lost four for zero at one stage, and Jadeja, the uh, left-hand spin bowler, Ended up with seven for 42. So um, Steve Smith got out for a reckless sweep. Marnus um, got a good ball. Carey, Alex Carey, the keeper, reverse sweeping again got out. Renshaw sweeping. Hanscom sheep, uh, sweeping. Cummins. I, I don't know what's going on with him. I, I don't know what the mentality was when they were batting, but it's got to change before the third test in about 10 days. So, um, yeah, look, well done to India. But Australia, my goodness, they were, they were just... <laughs> A, a rubble. Mm, what an absolute shame. Well, let's move on to your beloved Panthers and unfortunately didn't go their way on the weekend either. No, well done to St. Helens. Bravo to them because um, they put up a spirited display. Um, and I think, look, Penrith, as soon as I was at the game and as soon as the weather, the, the, the clouds just started coming in and the weather turned ugly, I thought, okay, this is going to favour the Pobbies. They still won't win, but they, they might make it a little bit closer. Well done. Um, they were winning basically 12-0 all, all throughout the match. Penrith clawed their way back. Um, yeah, I, I was impressed with St. Helens. Very, very impressed. Penrith will, will, you know, scratch their heads and go, well, that's, you know, it's only February, and that was our first game for the majority of the team. Um, so, look, they'll their first game is against the Broncos uh, Friday week, so they'll be wanting a better display than that. And just finally, Manly, your Manly uh, yes. cat, well, they've won the preseason challenge, and, they were fantastic. Um, I, I, they won $100,000. It was a great little two-week um, competition, which I loved because of the, 
the way you had to um, you know, accumulate points by basically scoring tries, offloading, and and you get kind of bonus points. They mainly top that. Yesterday, Cronulla had to get seven offloads in about two minutes to try and beat them for the hundred thousand dollars. So I'd like to see something like that introduced into into the NRL. It'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I the thing I've got the bugbear about. Manly won this pre-season competition. It's a trial competition. They won a hundred grand, which is fantastic. Yep. But the minor premiers in in the NRL, they get the same amount of money, one hundred thousand dollars. Really? That's that for winning the minor premiership, you've got to get a million dollars. It's got to be worth a million dollars to make these teams, uh, when it gets towards the end of the season, stop dropping players off to to make them healthy for semifinals. Because if I'm after if if I'm in the top three or four or five or six teams in the competition, I know there's a million dollars up for grabs. I'm I'm going for You're it. You're playing absolutely. So what well I'm mainly. 